0: So a few words uh, on practice this morning before we uh, we actually uh, um, practice together um <coughs> so um So there'll be three, um, we can think of it as three uh, practices, kinds of practices, we'll do as we're here uh, this uh, weekend, for this re- retreat. Um, so one is, um, we're about to do it, is the sitting practice. So that's one of the forms. Actually, um, let me correct this, I'll put it last, so it, uh, so it doesn't feel like we give it more importance, like it's the first, the most. So the first practice we'll do, here, is uh, walking meditation. That's, um, in this tradition, very important practice. So it's a way to, uh, actually, w- there's many benefits to it. Uh, uh, one of the benefits is that we're actually, um, our eyes are open as we do the walking, and we're in movement. Because if we make a link between meditation and stillness, uh, in a way we're caught we have to be still to meditate. And that's really a sorry situation because most of our lives we're actually, uh, our eyes open when we're awake and we're moving in some ways. So the walking makes us, uh, helps us integrate and find how we can have a meditative attitude or uh, stance uh, in our life, you know. So that's one of the forms we'll be practicing. Uh, For some people it's really powerful in terms of developing concentration because of maybe the tangibility. So you know of the stepping, the stepping, the kind of uh, the the something cyclic about it, a few feet, turn around a few feet and it gathers the mind in some ways. Some people will describe sitting, my mind goes in all directions, but uh, in walking it gathers around the, so that might be your experience, it might be different. But that's what I've certainly seen, that uh, it helps uh, build uh, the concentration in some cases. In other cases, it might help us uh, uh, develop um, sensitivity at all the sense doors, like a kind of presence to the different uh, stimulations that happen, uh, an embodied presence. So this is one of the practices, walking, another kind of practice we'll do is everything else around that we're doing here you know coming down the stairs serving uh, breakfast eating so all these here become practices in that kind of uh, environment we're here and uh, and this is extremely central uh, to what we're doing uh, daily activities and so this is directly taken from the buddha's instruction uh, turning their head they know they turn their head uh, unfolding the arms he knows he's unfolding the arm the arm yeah so um, all the activities here actually there's no activity that uh, that doesn't fit in what we're doing and the buddha's very uh, explicit about this you know defecating present. Urinating, present. There's no like kind of order of like, oh, sitting is it. It doesn't apply in the Buddhist teachings. Um, I have the chance, I had the chance to practice a few times with um, 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 a Burmese American uh, teacher who was trained uh, by monks in uh, Burma, Dr. Tintin is her name, and she's, um, she's in California. And when we practice with her, we actually never sit. We spend a few days with her. There's never sitting meditation. She's never been trained in this way. So what we do is we garden, we cook, we read the newspaper. It's extremely interesting. She'll take the newspaper, take the newspaper out, and we're there to uh, do a, you know, uh, to you know, uh, practice the Dharma, and uh, and uh, you know, she'll take the newspaper out. She'll open the newspaper, and she'll just invite us to notice our, you know, what's happening in us. It's extremely interesting. I remember one time. I, it probably doesn't work the same here uh, in this country, and mayb- maybe in the whole of Europe, but in in um, in North America, depending on the size of the paper you can already see if it's trash or, like, intellectual, more <laughs> like, uh, you know, just by the size. So I remember one time, she's like, okay, so next meditation is uh, reading the news. So she just took the, the, the newspaper out, and just by the size of the newspaper, I saw, like, oh, my God, trash news, mm-hmm. you know, like, like really h- low-quality news, you know. And she was like, check your mind. Just check what your mind, be aware of what appears in your mind. That's mindfulness, and then she opened the thing and she just said, said uh, In Texas, <coughs> and I could see my mind contract, you know, of course there's going to be something that's going to be like right wing, you know, some something, kind of Christian extremists, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or something, you know. And, and she was like, Just watch your mind, you know, how the mind perceives and organizes reality, creates uh, realities and assumptions and preconceived ideas. So this was the practice. So here, as we're uh, moving around, this is uh, the second kind of practice where we can be present in the bedroom. You know, you might be sharing a room. That's the highway to enlightenment, sharing a room. (laughs) Uh, You might have avoided the highway, took the scenic route by getting a room on your own. (laughs) So this is a very dangerous road because when you're alone, you know, all habits of mind can come right back, you know. And so the invitation here is when you're in your room to just see if you can be aware, you know, brushing teeth, moving around. Uh, can you actually be there? One of the technique. it's a very well-known Burmese approach to practice around this, is slowing down. Slowing down is a particular technique in order to get out of our habits, we just slow the pace down a bit. Instead of habitually putting the jacket on, or the shoes, or opening and closing a door, we just slow down a bit. So in this way we can notice what uh, is happening. Notice the sensations, notice the mind state of the person putting on shoes, going out, you know. Uh, And so you're invited to play with this here. So I remember sitting one particular, I can't remember if it was a month or a two-month ret- retreat, um, and then this tradition with this Burmese monk, there was a really strong emphasis. So for weeks, every day, every morning, we'd say, slow down, slow down, as if you were a really, really elderly person or a very, very sick person, and everybody was slowing down and slowing down. And the dining room was about where we did the check-in yesterday, the registration. And so when the bell would ring and we would go for the meal, it felt like it was like a journey, <laughs> you know? Everybody was walking slowly and noticing. There's a lot of um, kind of the noticing per minute gets higher, you know, because the mind gets more concentrated. So if you want to play with this, just slow down a little bit today to get out of our habits. You could think of the goal of the retreat, one of the kind of uh, aim, maybe, would be that by the end, we would not do one thing habitually. We would do everything consciously. Even thinking that we would actually be aware of what arises in So that's being conscious instead of being unconscious, habitual, compulsive, obsessive you know and so you're invited to play with this as you see fit as we're here so walking is a practice all the daily activities movements are a a way to practice this morning the breakfast was that maybe for many of us or at different times it comes and goes but being there for the appearance of a taste and its disappearance you know so we're becoming more and more sensitive, huh? sense, 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 uh, sense, s- sensational. Let's put it this way. Um, and the third practice we'll do some, the last one on the list is the sitting. <laughs> just playing with minds. So if we have the sitting like as the ultimate. Uh, expression this is one of the expressions of practice that we'll do here uh, so three practices that we're doing can I continue a little bit more three in buddhism in buddhist psychology three kinds of understandings three kinds of way three ways to develop wisdom or understanding one way is information In our society, it's very valued. We're exposed to tons of information. And it's true. It makes sense. Things make sense through information. So somebody says something like now, or Marcel says, says something about the way to be here, and it makes sense to us. It's information. We understand better. So now we know there's a lane where we can go walk on the other side of the... Road, you know, ah, information, it's liberating. Oh, I understand better the world I'm in. So that's one way to develop understanding. Another way is through reflection. So there will be this also here this weekend. So reflecting is with words. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you know, this makes sense for me. What does it mean for me? How can I apply this? How could I bring this to my life? You know so we're reflecting. that's one other way to develop uh, wisdom, understanding. Very important. Mm-hmm. We'll do some of this here. There's a third way, deep, powerful it's called vipassana. Vipassana, voir profondément in French, to see deeply. Uh, it's meditation. Meditation is not information received information through reading or hearing. It's not reflecting, so it's not conceptual, it doesn't go through words. Meditating is a direct experience of reality, unveiled um, or um, buffered by a, you know, uh, words, description, narration, analysis. It's a contact, direct contact with reality. And so we're practicing this here. This is the one we put a lot of emphasis on. Because in our culture, it's not very present. Mm -hmm. And so directly feeling things. So that's all. And we have to find our way into this. Continue developing it or finding that way to um, encounter reality. Not through ideas, but through a felt sense of things. So here we're going a lot through sensory awareness, so we wake up not to our ideas about the stuff, but to the experience of bird singing, of coldness, of warmth, of ease, dis ease, discomfort, etc. Human beings often they'll contact reality for one moment, half a second. And then they take off in thoughts. You know, you'll hear bird, oh my God, bird, I love this bird, oh, I need to move to the country, there's no bird in Amsterdam. <laughs> you know? And the mind takes off, and it tells a long story, there's a narration happening. And so for, for our, you know, you'll feel something, oh no, my knee again, it's hurting. If it continues, projection, anticipation, storytelling. So here what we try to do is contact reality, and stay at the point of contact. Stay there. So give duration to the contact with reality. It's a kind of sanity, you know. Instead of departing in opinions, preferences, stories about moi, in that, you know. We just see if we can feel. So feeling, I don't know, the butt on the cushion of the chair, just staying there, staying around, establishing and maintaining contact with reality. The way insight works, Vipassana, insight meditation, is um, what we're doing, is we're doing really high quality data collection. I have a friend I teach with, she's a sociologist, and that's how she calls mindfulness. Really high quality data collection. So we're sitting here and we're being touched by the world. We're not m- creating meaning and sense. We're just being touched. High quality availability. And the connection will happen by itself. This is what we call insight. At some point, something will stand out. It will make sense. I'll talk more about this today. Uh, that's how acceptance, compassion, joy, clarity comes by just allowing life to be as it is and to be known. Reactivity included. You know, if there's a big bout of impatience or frustration, noticing, wow, frustration washing through. You know, impatience, uh, agitation. Okay. I'm trying to define a bit what we're doing here. So, we'll sit a little bit, and then there'll be the walking. And uh, maybe at the wa- at the beginning of the walking, I'll say a few words of... Because um, I, I know s- many of you have a, an established practice in the sitting, but those of you will be interested in... Uh, maybe a little words on the posture. I'll I'll do that a bit, okay? So please stretch if you need to. We're gonna sit for maybe 25 minutes or so. Uh, Take the moment to, yeah, stretch if you want to. Absolutely okay to sit on a chair. If it becomes really intense for you to be in the posture, or if you fall asleep, it's always okay to actually stand up uh, for a few moments, a few minutes, or for the rest of the, of the uh, meditation session. So feel free to stand up at any time if you want to uh, during the practice. so we're finding our uh, sitting posture. We don't want to feel stuck in the posture, but we want to be able to choose stillness. (coughs) We choose stillness of the body so that the mind also can uh, Pacify itself and the heart. Mm-hmm. Remembering we don't have to produce anything, we're just allowing the world to uh, be alive in the way it is and to be experienced consciously. the mind, it doesn't have to fix anything, doesn't have to complete anything, create sense, just emphasizing being touched, very simply, touched by the breath. Touching or being touched uh, by the coolness in the room or the warmth, if there is warmth in some areas. Being touched by silence or sound. when our mind would depart habitually in opinions and description, we remain present or abandon the fascination for thoughts. allowing the rising and falling of the belly to be uh, experienced Touched by the sense impressions, sound impressions, tactile impressions. don't have to catch everything, it's not like this. It's really what's, what appears and is felt, and then maybe disappears. Want to anchor your attention in the breath? Please do that. Allow the sensations of the breath to be your home base. to shut other experiences out but that them come in and out. Not trying to do perfectly, just allowing life to happen and be known. Notice the quality of the mind. Is there friendliness in there? could there be This is how it is right now in this body, this heart, and this mind. Can it be okay that it's like this? Can it be known? Can it be allowed? Notice the difference between absence of mind, being caught, occupied, preoccupied, under occupation with thoughts and images, the difference between absence, being caught, and being awake, presence. Notice the difference between the two, no judgments, just Exploration, absence of mind, presence of mind. If it uh, feels intense in some way, see if you can allow intensity to be present, just for now, to be uh, known. If it feels flat, see if you can allow flatness, dullness, to be experienced fully, consciously. calm in there. Allow the taste of calm, that particular calmness to be experienced.